Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. I'm your host, Michaela from MichaelaJ.com. I'm a manifestation mindset coach and blogger. If you're ready to dive in deep, get real AF about your beliefs, and manifest the life of your dreams, then you're in the right place. I'm dishing out everything you need to go from broke to bougie, first class to world class. If your hashtag life goals involve luxury, travel, and being the boss of your own life, then get ready to embrace your mindset, magic, and manifestation powers. Let's do this. Oh my gosh. Hi guys. Welcome back to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. Happy Tuesday. I'm your host, Michaela J, your girl teaching you how to manifest your next level luxe life. I'm so happy to be back after my little two-week hiatus. You guys, life has been so crazy. Like, oh my God. So I've been hopping countries, hopping islands, unpacking, repacking, boarding planes, missing planes. Like I don't even know what's been going on. And I've also been deathly sick. If you guys follow me on Instagram and if you're not, what are you doing? I'm at the Michaela J go follow me now. Hang out with me. You've been seeing that I have been in Hawaii this week and I have been sick the entire time. So sick that I had to go to urgent care and get medicine, which is very, very unlike me because I practice what I preach, you guys. I believe that the power of your mind can heal and change any single aspect in your life. So usually when I'm sick, I use like my affirmations and my thinking to heal myself and heal my body. And me taking medicine is very unlike me. Even my friend and um, PR manager texted me and he was like, oh my God, you got medicine? Like what is going on? (laughs) And yes, I did because I have a kidney infection and you need medicine for that, unfortunately. So I have been really going through the things, you guys, really going through the things and just needed some time to obviously get my health back together. The past week, I've been in Hawaii for um, a full week now, and I've slept so, so much of it because I've been so drained and so sick. But we are getting back to health. I've had my medicine for a couple of days. Today, I had the strength to go walk to a further little nice cream place. Um, it's kind of like an acai bowl, but it's like made with banana ice cream. And that probably would have been too far of a walk for the energy levels I had a couple days ago, but I made it today. Very exciting. Had a really yummy breakfast and now I'm sitting down and recording this. So you guys will have an episode for tomorrow. And I'm just really excited and happy to be back and giving you guys this amazing content, talking more about manifestation, talking more about mindset and really taking things next level because this summer I've been doing so much much unlearning and coming back into myself as I've been talking about in the couple in the last episodes in June that things have been getting really deep. I don't know if you guys have noticed on the podcast, but I've been diving into really like deep soul level stuff, really deep like mindset stuff, because that's how I feel like things are shifting. I'm going a lot more inward lately and I'm really coming down to finding what's important. What are the priorities? What should I be focused on in life? And it's taking me a huge step from the material, the physical things into more of like relationships matter, having fun, how I feel matters, my health matters, and my experiences matter. 
And that's just been a very interesting observation for me because I've always been kind of a materialistic person and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's just always been a part of who I am. I've always liked to really look nice. I've loved shopping. And now a lot of those things just don't really light me up. Like, um, going shopping, I went to this mall this past week and it just really, really overwhelmed me. There was just a lot going on, a lot of stimulation. And I think a lot of that is because I've been on small islands and like in Bali and, um, it's just a lot slower of a pace. And so jumping straight back into America and to big malls is there's a lot going on, lots of stimulation, like I said. So anyways, I am just kind of rediscovering myself, rediscovering what's important in life and digging deeper into that. And I think it's really beautiful of a process because there's a lot of things unfolding. Um, there's this card in my favorite Oracle deck, the work your light deck, and it's called the, Un the ever unfolding rose. And that card always was so beautiful to me that like, we are just always these ever unfolding roses. We're always, you know, like shedding petals and petals and petals and like growing and flourishing in different ways and new ways. And I have this new tattoo that has two roses on it and it's just so symbolic to me now. Anyways, that's kind of how I feel. I feel like I'm shedding my old petals and growing some new ones. And I'm excited to share all those takeaways with you guys and help you figure out what your priorities are in life and where you guys can really stem your happiness from that is internal rather than external. And another interesting thing, just since I'm going on a rant here, um, is I've stopped drinking coffee, you guys. <gasps> I know it's shocking. It's absurd. Um, I've completely like cold Turkey cut off drinking coffee and I've done it before at home where I'll be like, I'm not drinking coffee for 30 days and I like really struggle and I need things to like replace it. And I crave it all the time, but this is so different. Like it's so weird in Bali. I would drink coffee and it wouldn't be every day, but it would still be often. And, uh, probably my last week or two there, I realized that coffee was making me feel not well. Like it was either giving me a headache. It would give me a stomach ache. I would feel bloated. I just wasn't feeling my best having coffee anymore. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to cut it out, you know, and I'll just be drinking water or maybe I'll get a matcha if I feel like I need some energy. And I literally cut cold Turkey. I didn't, I haven't drank that much. I think since I've only drank like two coffees. I got one in an airport when I was really stressed out and I got one when I got to Hawaii and I didn't even finish it. Like I only drank half of it because I couldn't do any more and I haven't had any since I've been doing matcha and I've been drinking water like crazy sauce because I've been sick and I've just been really feeling called to drink more and more water. It's been very fascinating that um, I've stopped drinking coffee and it made me realize that that was like my crutch at home when I am feeling down or when I'm feeling stressed out or when I'm feeling alone, I'm just like, okay, let's just get in the car. Let's listen to good music. Let's go grab a coffee. That was like my go-to to make me happy. And now that I have reevaluated my priorities and different things in my life, I know what makes me happy is me and me resetting my like inner dial and me deciding, okay, I'm going to reset this. I'm going to make me happy. I'm going to do this for me. I don't need something external to do that. And so once I I realized that the number one external thing just naturally faded away. And it's just been the craziest thing because normally when I cut out coffee, I mean, it'll be for like reasons like freshman year of college, I was like, oh, I'm spending too much money on coffee. Or I'd be like, oh, I'm just drinking way too much coffee. I'm not drinking enough water. Like, but this is just such a natural progression. And 
it goes with my saying, I see this all the time to my clients, anything inauthentic will fall away. And my development and uh, I guess almost like obsession, addiction to coffee was just built on something inauthentic. It was just built on me craving and looking for happiness in little areas of life when I could have just been creating that myself. And it's just been such an amazing and like crazy thing that I've learned about myself. Anyways, so those are like the updates on me, a long, long update. So before we dive into this episode, today's episode is sponsored by my brand new course. Okay. So when you guys are listening to this on Tuesday, the doors are going to be closing on Thursday. Cause that's when I'm going to be doing our first training. It's called quantum increase and expansion. And I am so excited for this course because like I said, I've been going really, really deep inward lately and doing a lot of like that mental clearing and you know, everything that I just talked about. And a lot of that is because there's so much science to it. So if you guys don't know, I talk a lot about quantum manifestation because I'm obsessed with quantum physics and quantum mechanics. I think it's so fascinating. And for me, being a Capricorn, we're very logical. We're very like realistic kind of people, even though I'm not the most realistic, the typical Capricorn is. And so when I can see like the science with the magic, that just makes so much sense to me. And that makes me feel really, really grounded in my version of magic. And that's what quantum mechanics and quantum physics are. It's literally the science behind manifestation and co-creation. It's mind blowing. It's game changing. It's really next level. It's very, very advanced. And I cannot wait to share it with you guys. I'm calling this quantum increase and expansion because increase is just going to come from literally the increase in knowledge you guys are going to get in this. Like we are going to be talking about electrons, protons. We're going to be talking about like quantum leaps in the energy levels of atoms. We're going to be talking about the science. We're going to be talking about Newton's laws, all of that. And we're going to be expanding you because we're going to be adding on to your daily rituals. We're going to be giving you, we, as in me, I'm going to be giving you guys practical tips and journal entries and exercises for you to do to tie in this quantum energy into your life so you can quantum leap every single day into the person that you truly, truly want to be and make it as simple as possible. So this is going to be a four-week program. It's going to be highly, highly intensive. So if you've been feeling called to really up your manifestation game, to really dive into a deeper sense of knowledge and purpose, this is going to be for you. It's four weeks of universal science behind manifestation, magnetizing your desires, learning the laws of the universe to use them in your favor, learning the the science to get you more grounded behind your spiritual beliefs and really pushing yourself forward and quantum fucking leaping. So I'm so excited about this. I will leave the link in the show notes. Uh, it's going to be literally so epic, you guys. So you're definitely going to want in on this. Like I said, the doors are closing on Thursday. It's happening very quickly. So get in while you can. And our manifestation mode moment of the week. So have you guys been keeping up with Kylie on Instagram? Kylie Jenner, the queen. She's been rocking some killer Chanel swimsuits this summer. And I am just really here for it. As of right now, she's on a Kylie uh, skin trip with some of her friends. And she posted this like little blue bikini with a Chanel sign on the bottoms. And it is 
is so fire and her and her bestie Stassi had these like Chanel tennis outfits last month. I don't know. She's just been rocking some killer Chanel gear and I'm kind of obsessed lately. So I decided that would be our little manifestation mode moment. If anybody can find me one of those Chanel swimsuits, um, I will give you my address so you can send it to me. <laughs> I love it. Okay, guys, let's dig into today's episode. So I wanted to take a week to do a little Q&A because I get so many questions sent to my inbox and I love doing the little Q&A stickers every once in a while and just see what where you guys are at and what's on your mind and what questions you have. So I have a handful of questions here. We're going to be talking about inspired action. We're going to be talking about self-love. We're going to be talking about making manifestations simple and even a little bit about manifesting in business. So I'm super excited to dive in, get your notepads ready and let's do it. It's so funny that I wrote notes for this episode a while back, and the first question is how to manifest good health, and here I am so sick with kidney infection and a fever, and I had a cold before this and a handful of other issues, so all I can do is kind of laugh at this. So normally, I'm able to get over my sickness pretty easily if... Um, you have been around me before when I am sick. If you've been in person with me at my retreats or if you're just like one of my friends listening, I'm always saying I'm happy, healthy, and wealthy. I'm happy, healthy, and wealthy. And I remember when I was hosting my Bahamas retreat in December, I was so sick. I had such a sore throat, coughing every night. I consumed an entire pack of cough drops in probably five days. Like it was madness. Every single morning I was waking up and I would say, happier, healthier, and wealthier than I was yesterday. Like so many times. And my go-to affirmations are like, I am so healthy. My body heals itself. Um, my body, I am healing. I'm so grateful for my health, that kind of thing. And I just say these affirmations over and over and over again. And I actually made a post on Instagram about this yesterday, having you guys submit some of your favorite health affirmations. So mine are, I am healthy. My body is healing itself. I'm so grateful for my health. Nobody is healthier than me, I am healing. And some of the ones that you guys submitted are, I am pure positive health. I am the healer of my own body. I love my healthy body. Um, I am a person who makes healthy decisions. I get all the nutrients I need. I eat intuitively. I'm in love with my body. And those are all such good ones. And for me, the affirmations usually work really, really well. I do that. I chug my water. I get my sleep. And usually that helps when I'm manifesting good health. It didn't work this time, but, but that's typically what works for me. So hopefully I can master this more and do a better episode on it in the future since it failed me this time because I had a more serious injury, but, um, or I guess not injury, but illness. But usually if I have like the common cold or I have a headache or a stomach ache, I will say things like that. Um, if I'm really bloated, I will say like, I have the best digestion. I am so thin. I'm so grateful for having a flat stomach, you know, whatever, um, works for you. And I just say, curate those affirmations and say them over and over and over again. Affirmations are the most basic thing, and they're a lot, a lot of times the first thing that people come across. It was the very first thing I came across in like the personal development field was affirmations. I remember Googling like good affirmations and writing down a whole list and hanging it on my wall, and I would pin it up and I'd take it down every morning. I'd say my affirmations and it's just like such a basic thing. It feels so elementary school, but I think because of that, we often overlook it or we skip them, but they're so powerful in the way that we restructure our brain. And it's so funny. Um, 
and this is so off topic, but a lot of times I joke around and tell people that I'm Canadian. I have a lot of Canadian friends and I know the ones who are listening are going to laugh when I, when they hear this. Um, and I was just always saying like, Oh, I wish I was Canadian. Like I, I could just totally be Canadian. I live, I love Canada and I'm actually going to be in Canada next week, but I say it so often that I've slowly started to develop a Canadian accent. It's so funny. Like you could really re I don't know, rewire your brain to do anything. And so I think that health is no different. So our next question is how to take inspired action while not focusing on the how. So I see where a lot of people get confused with this because taking action often feels like you focusing on the how, but it's not. So you taking inspired action is just you doing the things that sound really fun and exciting to you. So when you're taking inspired action, Let's say you want to take a trip somewhere, okay? Say you want to go to Greece and maybe you want to take like a week-long girls trip to Greece in the summer and you're starting to like put together the pieces. You know, you have your five besties you want to go. You guys have kind of picked the dates. You figure out you want to go to Santorini. You have all the details picked out and you guys are getting really excited. You're starting to go through that manifestation process and it's finally time for you to come down to take some action to make this happen. And you're like, oh my gosh, okay, so like, how is this all going to work? Well, just pull yourself apart from the side of you that wants to ask, how is this going to work? All you need to do is say, what would be really fun for me to make this happen? What would be really exciting? And maybe you'll randomly get inspired to start like a GoFundMe. Maybe you'll get inspired to ask a grandparent for, you know, maybe $500. Maybe you'll be inspired to start like a side hustle or walk dogs. Maybe you will get some extra hours at work that you didn't even ask for. And then you can open a savings account. The inspired act should be things that are fun that come to you easily and effortlessly. It should not be you sitting down and being like, how is this going to work and making it this really high pressure thing? Because when you sit down and do that and you make it like this to-do list, you think as soon as you check all of it off that it needs to be done. And then you do all the things on the list and you check all your points off and then you don't have your result yet. And you're sitting there wondering like, oh, why isn't it here? You guys know exactly what I'm talking about because we've all been there before. I've been there before where I make these lists and I'm like, okay, I want, you know, I want an extra thousand dollars. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z thing. And then I do all the things. I'm like, okay, where's my money? We think that like, a plus B equals C. And it just doesn't work that way with the universe because the universe has an infinite amount of ways to bring us every single thing that we want. And so what we need to do is take inspired action from a more fun and loving perspective and just do the things that would be exciting for us to make it happen. So maybe it'd be exciting for you to go through your closet and sell the things that you won't be wearing in Greece. And that will be extra funds for you to put towards the budget. Maybe it'd be fun for you to watch YouTube videos of other people's trips to Greece. And maybe you find out out, you want to take an EF like college trip. Maybe you decide that you want to look up flights randomly one day and you find a super cheap flight that's perfectly in your budget. And then bam, there you go. You're going to Greece. So I want you guys to just take the pressure off. That's the thing. You just need to be really detached from your goal. And I know it's easier to say, like easier said than done, because obviously the things that we want, we're very attached to. Because it's like, why else would we want it, you know, <laughs> of course you want the things that you want, but you need to know that it's always going to be this or something better. The universe is always going to bring you the exact thing you need at the exact time. So for me, when I think about, um, even my trip to Thailand, when I was there two, two weeks ago, a week ago, yeah, 
over a week ago, anyways, before Hawaii, um, I didn't get to do the two big things that I really wanted to do in Thailand. And I was a little bit sad about that. I really wanted to go to Kopipi Island and I wanted to go to an elephant sanctuary. And I didn't end up getting to do either of those, um, just because of like last minute planning and the location that I was in not being optimal for the elephant sanctuary. But anyways, I just reminded myself, like, it's always this or something better. So maybe the next time I'm in Thailand, I'm going to be there with a brand and then they take us there and it's just so easy and effortless like you just never know how things are going to unfold so you just have to let yourself have fun with it make it a game make it lighthearted and easy and that's going to be so much better the how is never, ever, ever your job. All you need to tell yourself is I need to know what I want and why I want it. So bringing it back to our example of like Greece, okay, you know, what do I want? I want to go to Greece. Why do I want to go to Greece? Well, why do you want to go to Greece or whatever your thing is? Maybe you want to see the world. Maybe you want to have a great girls trip. Maybe you just want to get out of the country for a bit, you know, whatever it's going to be. But your why is really going to power you and it's going to inspire you to take the action that's going to lead up to that. And also one more thing on that is I think you guys just need to really adopt the mindset that your success is inevitable. This is something I've known about myself for a very long time. So it's almost second nature to me. And I oftentimes forget that other people don't have this mindset. And so I don't bring it up enough. But remember that when you believe your success is inevitable, your success is inevitable. This trip I went on this summer, this grand tour, I've been to Bali, I've been to Singapore, I've been to Thailand, I went to the Gilead Islands, I am now in Hawaii, I'm going to Vancouver after this, I was in Japan, all of these things. Like, it didn't make sense. Like, it didn't make sense for work. It didn't make sense for my savings. It didn't, you know, none of it made sense. But I knew that my success was inevitable and that anything that would get thrown my way, I would be able to deal with and work with and I would still make the best summer of my life. And so that's exactly what happens. Know that your success is inevitable. Know that you're going to get every single one of your desires because anytime you ask, you receive. Every single time, everything you ask for from the universe, you receive. And that's why we need to come out of this mentality of the to-do list because we think once we check all it off, it's just going to be right there. And we don't have control over the when in manifestation. That's the universe brings it to us. The universe sometimes needs to rearrange. The universe brings it to you in the exact time that you need it to. And so everything's going to unfold divinely and perfectly. You just need to know and trust that that is always going to be the case for you. Our next question is, what are your best tips for self-love? Which I am really happy with this question because it's something I've been focusing on a lot this summer. Um, self-love is something that has been a journey and it always is a journey for everybody, but I wanted to dive more into it this summer. And honestly, it's been the best thing ever. And simply just, that's my first tip is just make the intention to fall more in love with yourself every single day. I set that intention going to Bali that I just really wanted to dive into my self-love. And honestly, I didn't really do anything for it. And I still feel this like overwhelming sense of like love that I have my back, that I really truly appreciate myself and I'm grateful for myself just because I set that intention. Intentions are very, very powerful. Just like affirmations, they're such basic things, but we cannot overlook them. They do such wonders for us. So that's the first intention. It's just set the intention 
for. That's the first tip. Just set the intention to develop more self-love in your life. And the second thing is I would say this is such a game changer. Write yourself a forgiveness letter because having self-love, think of love in any aspect. You can only fully submit yourself to being in like a loving relationship or being in love with life, being in love with yourself, another person, being in love with an animal, you know, whatever it is, if you are honest with yourself or honest in that relationship, honest in the communication. So if you feel like you're not at your best with self-love or you feel like there's more to be developed, which there always is, just be really honest with yourself. Forgive yourself for the things you might be disappointed in. If you have regrets, just forgive yourself for those and don't be so hard on yourself. We are our own biggest critics all of the time. We're always judging ourselves. We're always being really hard on ourselves. A lot of times people are comparing themselves to other people or other lifestyles or where they should be at in life. And I think it's just really important to be present with yourself and be like, this is where I'm at. This is where I was in the past. And I forgive that. And I honor that. And I love that area. I love that chapter in my life. And this is where I'm at right now. And this is where I would love to go. Because once you can forgive yourself for all the things that feel really heavy on your back, you can move forward. And that's the most important part. Writing forgiveness letters has been the biggest game changer in my entire life. And it's something I tell my clients to do all of the time. And it's just really the practice of you writing down and being like, listen, I forgive myself for the hateful comments. I forgive myself for the drama. I forgive myself for the gossiping. I forgive myself, you know, what for X, Y, and Z thing. And for me, a lot of my self-love issues in the past stemmed from like having an eating disorder and having a really distorted body image, um, distorted body image issues. And so for me, it was a lot of writing forgiveness letters around like, I am so sorry that I wasn't cherishing my body. I forgive myself for not loving myself for those years. I forgive myself for not nourishing and taking care of myself for those years. And once you can forgive that, it just lets a load off of your shoulders because think about a time you felt really bad about something. You're the only one holding that over your head. Maybe you said something snippy to one of your friends and you like regret it for like five days. Your friend's probably going to forget about it within the first day, but you're continuing to think about that for four more days. Like that's a long time and that's a lot of draining energy. Whereas you could just forgive yourself for maybe reacting instead of being proactive in a situation, tell her you're sorry and just let it off of your shoulders. And I think that's the best version of self-love is just forgiveness. And for, and I guess the third one would be forgiving people, forgiving others as well, because that is the most selfless thing that you can do. Like I said, the heaviness of regret or disappointment or, you know, just reflecting on a situation you wish something would have gone different, like that is just so heavy. You can't change what happened in the past. So forgive people, forgive yourself, and that will just let you move forward so much faster. And then I guess my fourth tip for self-love would just be full self-acceptance and accept yourself as you are. Accept yourself in your current body, in your current financial situation, in your current friend situation. Just be really present with where you're at and be okay with that and know where you want to go. Because when you have that vision that you see for yourself and for your life, you can be so excited. And like I said earlier, know that your success is inevitable and you can be like, okay, this is where I'm at right now. And 
that is fully okay because I see where I'm going. I see where this is taking me. I see that giving up a weekend, not partying and working on my blog. I see where that's going to take me. I see where maybe I spend an extra thousand dollars to go on a trip. I see how that's going to help me and excite me and move my life forward instead of maybe saving it for like a car or something. Like you will always know what the vision is for your life and accepting where you're at in the present moment, seeing how that's going to push you forward is so powerful. And actually my, I'm going to give you guys a fifth one. It's just develop more self-confidence as well. I do think self-love and self-confidence are a little bit different, but self-confidence, I think you guys just need to develop through following through with the things that you say you're going to do. And Ed Milet's podcast talks about this a lot. And I highly suggest you guys go listen. He has really great, powerful, masculine energy around this stuff. Um, he talks about like, how self-confidence is built by you doing the things that you say you're going to do because you know you can trust yourself you know you have your back then you really know that your success is inevitable so develop more of that self-confidence as well our fourth question is what is something people should know if they're confused about manifestation and to this i say that manifestation is just the idea that you are co-creating your life manifestation is just you building your life. It's you creating what you want to live in. Okay. And so when people are confused about manifestation, oftentimes they're confused because they think it's this weird woo woo thing and they think it's super spiritual and it can be, and you can tie it into your spiritual practice. But at the end of the day, it's really not. It's just you creating the life that you want to live. And this is a daily ongoing practice. So when you're confused about manifestation, I always like to take it back to goal setting. And I talk about this in episodes 35 on my podcast that we can just make it super practical. So maybe you're religious and manifestation doesn't feel like it fits in. Maybe you're atheist and you don't want to do the spiritual side, but you're fascinated by manifestation. Maybe you're spiritual, but you just need a little bit more grounding around manifestation. Whatever it is, the most practical way we can think about it is goal setting. Goal setting is literally deciding what you want for your life and going for it. And manifestation is the exact same thing. So when you are confused about it, just take it back to goal setting. Anytime I feel like I'm going a little bit too woo or I'm maybe not taking enough action or maybe I'm being too spiritual, quote unquote, um, with it and not, you know, being more grounded, I'm just like, okay, what's my goal and what, you know, what are my steps to get there? When you guys think about goal setting in like elementary school, we did like smart goals when we were younger, which I think are so boring and I don't do that at all. Um, but now I would just write down like, this is my goal. And and I would reverse, oh my gosh, I would reverse engineer how to get there. Uh, and I've used this example probably a million times, but if like you need an extra thousand dollars, what are the steps that are going to get you that extra thousand dollars? Okay. That's why I want you guys to think about it if you're confused. And so maybe some of those steps would look like, okay, I'm going to do some money mindset journaling. I'm going to pick up some extra hours at work. I'm going to reach out to this person who owes me money. I'm going to see if my aunt needs me to babysit. I'm going to walk a dog. You know, I'm going to get an extra client, whatever it's going to be. What are the steps that you feel inspired to take to reach your goal? And that itself is a practice of manifestation. Just make it super simple. Our fifth question, now we're diving into our two business questions. So somebody asks, 
what was my first month of business like? Which I thought this was really interesting and fun to kind of reflect on because my one year anniversary for my business is coming up in August, you guys. How crazy. Oh, and so exciting and it makes me want to cry. It makes me so grateful and happy. My first month in business was a hot fucking mess, you guys. <laughs> I think it's a hot mess for everybody because nobody really knows what they're doing at first. And I mean, I was just scrambling around. So I consider August my first month of business because it was the first month I actually launched something that I made money from. So I, this was the very first time I launched my signature program, Lights and Magic and Manifestation Method. And I set up August as like my launch month. I decided I was going to do a three-day live training series, and then I was going to do a masterclass. And that was my whole thing. And I had some emails set up and I had a sales page set up. But the month that was spent being kind of frantic and really, really scared. That was the thing. I was like, Oh my God, are people going to buy this? Like, is, am I going to get clients? Are people going to show up to my videos? Is my content good? Am I going to be able to articulate myself? Well, do I need to look good in these videos? It was so much of like going back and forth and being in my head and wondering what was the right decision. And I think that's so funny to think back on because now I am so grounded in myself and my beliefs and my business. And I fully do not believe in right and wrong. I don't believe in good and bad. I think they are social constructs and I think everything leads us to our divine path. And so there's no such thing as a right or wrong decision. There's no such thing as a good or bad life. Everything is just lessons and teaching us to move forward and get us where to where we need to be essentially. And so the first month was really a month of learning. It was a month of me panicking too much, checking analytics way too much, uh, being worried and being frantic. And it's actually, I feel like everybody's kind of like this in their first launch, but it, that's not the energy that you want to be in. Cause if you're kind of panicked and worried and nervous, like people can feel that energy and maybe not directly, but they can be like, Oh my God, she's like kind of nervous or like, Oh, I don't know if I should do this. She seems a little bit panicked. Um, and so that energy can come out in like weird leaky ways, but it ended up being great. Being ended up being fine. I had four girls my first round and it was so much fun. Um, and I just had a blast like leading that very first round and going into and launching my business. So it was a lot of madness. I was, I'm also still in college. So I was starting up school at the time. I had just moved into my apartment, like brand new apartments. There was a lot of things going on. I had just come out of like a full month of travel last July. I was in LA and then I was in Kansas city and then I did a week in Greece and then basically had to pack everything up, um, find an apartment in like two weeks, move to my college town do my launch, start school. So it was absolute madness. And I think schedule wise, I was only, I wasn't working. I was just focusing on building my business. So schedule wise, I would wake up in the morning I would do my daily rituals. I would go to the gym, you know, eat food. I would sit down. I would work on um, personal development for two hours a day. That's something that I was really committed to. Um, 
maybe not the best decision at first, but you know, I thought I was being productive. Um, and then I would work on, you know, sales pages, emails, whatever it was to keep me busy and try and keep my um, franticness down. So it was a little bit about my first month in business. And then the last question is how to manifest business growth, which I kind of just talked about a little bit with the energy. So I think business growth is really tied to who you are as a person like your identity and what you, what the results you believe that you can churn out. So when you want to manifest business growth, you need to up level your identity. And this is something I do every single month. So your identity is what you believe about yourself. It's what you believe to be true about the person that you are. And so for me, I have this monthly practice where I write down in my journal, I'll be like the identity of blank, 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 Michaela. And I will describe a version of myself, whether that's like six figure earning Michaela, millionaire Michaela, um, like boss ass bitch Michaela, you know, whatever energy I'm wanting to tie in for the month or whatever kind of growth I'm wanting to experience. So for you, it could be a growth in confidence. It could be a growth in income. It could be a growth in, um, you know, whatever area. And so I just kind of put that at the top. So let's just use money. For example, I'd be like the identity of a million dollar earning Michaela. And then I would do like little star bullet points and I would journal out just what her identity is like, how she acts, what's her energy like, how she asserts herself, what, what's she thinking about? What is she doing in her free time? And literally just like, what is her identity at a core level? She knows that her success is inevitable. She knows that work isn't what churns out the results. It's how she is being. It's what she is expecting, those kinds of things. And that's how you can really manifest big, big growth is when you can assert your new identity and live from that exact energy. Because when you show up in that energy, you show up for that level of results. Because we've talked about so many times that every energy is energy is energy. And in order for you to receive, you need to be on the energetic level of the thing that you want to receive. And so you assert this new identity to what the income, the goals that you want, and then you live from there and then your energy is there and then you receive from there. And so it becomes this very simple thing where that's when all of your Instagram followers are going to start growing. That's when your income is going to start growing. That's when people are going to join your Facebook group without you having to do anything. It's when your email list is going to start growing and you haven't done anything to, you know, grow the list in months. That's when all those results just happen very effortlessly is because you're being that higher level version of you. Also, another thing I think is very powerful in manifesting business growth is showing up as the person that you are preaching to be. Be, you know, walk your talk. I think that's very, very important that if you are showing up saying, have these habits, do these things, you need to be doing that for yourself as well. You're selling a lifestyle essentially. And so you need to be living that lifestyle. And that's why it's really important for me to show you guys on Instagram, like when I'm on the beach, when I'm hanging out in the club with my friends, when I'm eating the smoothie bowls, because that is what I tell you guys, like, this is what you can manifest. And it's what I'm constantly manifesting and continually manifesting every single day. And so I want to continue to show you guys that and show you what's possible over and over and over again. 
So you're selling people a lifestyle and then you're showing them it's actually attainable and that it's not just fluffy bullshit because there's enough fluffy bullshit on the internet. There are enough stock photos and enough people saying a bunch of shit online that you need to walk your talk and you need to be making shit happen. And that's why I love going on podcast interviews and people being like, what are your crazy manifestation stories? And I have a ton in my back pocket because I walk my walk. I do my daily rituals. I go travel. I go do the things that I tell you guys that you can do as well. I think that's really, really important. And then my third thing for business growth is just have a vision. You need you as a CEO, you as an entrepreneur, you are the visionary. You are the future for the company. You're the leader. And this goes for anybody in any business, the role that you're in, you are the visionary for that role. So maybe you're just like, maybe you're a marketing executive in your company. You are the visionary for that role. And so you guys need to remember, Remember that you need to have a vision for your business, for your job, for your life, and make decisions based on that vision. Don't make decisions based on what's going on right now, because the more you make decisions based on what's going on in the present, the more you're going to carry over the present bring this back to manifestation. Remember every single day we're creating our tomorrow. We are always creating our future from right now, because remember right now is a sum of our thoughts from yesterday, last week, last month. So we can take control of our thoughts now and we can create tomorrow, next week and next month. And so when we're thinking about business, always making decisions based on our big picture vision is really what's going to move us forward. And those are three really, really really powerful things. I'm actually thinking about putting together a little business program. So if you guys are interested in more like manifesting business tips, definitely um, DM me on Instagram and I would love to chat with you. So those are all of our questions today. We dug into a lot of really, really good stuff. I'm so happy to be back. I have a lot of amazing guests lined up for the podcast next month that I can finally interview because I'm back in a normal time zone. So definitely stay tuned for that and a lot of juicy goodness coming from the podcast. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for diving in and getting your daily dose of personal development with the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. If you loved this episode, leave a rate and review on iTunes. For notes, details, and more information, check out MichaelaJ.com. See you next week.